Hello everyone and welcome to the Neverin Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, uh, especially our all elite wrestling overlords, all hail, we love you, and except Anton Newcomb from the Brian Jonestown Massacre. Fuck you, buddy. My name is Luke. I am your host of the Neverin Podcast and with me as always is <gasps> Mr. Guy. Say hello, Mr. Guy. I am that Mr. Guy. Hello. And uh, Luke, I'm happy to see you. You're coming to us live via satellite from another part of the world than you normally would. Is that correct? That's right. We're, I'm, we're in Melbourne, uh, Charity and I. She has a conference that uh, she's going to. So she's at the conference right now. And here I am in the hotel room doing this show. Hello, everyone on video from my snazzy hotel room. That's all blurred out. So, yeah. You know, that's a, that's a, that's a thing. I'm here now. That's right. Yay. And folks can watch us on YouTube now. Pretty That cool. is true. There's other ways people can uh, contact and interact with us too, Mr. Guy. Uh, oh, yeah. We're on the uh, the sinking ship that is the Tweety. I think we're about, what, is it ankle deep or is it we knee deep in uh, in water? Like, we're sinking, but <clears throat> I'm there at group I'm at Grumpy2EB. Mr. Guy is there at Drewsifer Tweets. Collectively, we are at Never Open Pod. And if you want to send us a written or voicemail, you can do that. Never Open Pod at gmail.com. Also, yes. Hey, go to the YouTube. Type in Never Open Podcast. Boom. There we are. Give us a clicky and a likey and a subscribey. And uh, watch our handsome faces as we make fun of wrestling and. Or talk about wrestling, we enjoy as well. And uh, if you got any of that Sasha Banks money, <laughs> kick it our way. We have a Teespring store. You'll have merch. You can get merch that'll make you look never as. Fuck. These are all true things that you mention, as usual, Luke. You speak the truth. And today, we're going to speak the truth about. The New Japan Road Show that happened, mm. not New Japan Road Show. The New Japan Road show that happened recently uh where big uh big title change happened and we're happy about that and then we're gonna tell you a couple thoughts about world tag league that's the most we're gonna be able to muster about world tag league but before we do that luke um would you rather tell crazy concert stories or give us the big aew news all right well i uh... Do we have to talk about AEW? Um, they, they were annoying me a little bit. Like I like the show that I saw, and I like what they're doing and stuff, but they're like they're poachers, and they're doing stuff that affects my <laughs> New Japan TV experience, and I'm just like, don't do that. Just do your stuff over there, and don't bother me with what you're doing over here in Japan. Mm. Well, well, man, that's not that's not how they roll now. And like no, They are just... desperate to make it in America, New Japan. It's like true. It's true. That, and uh, so, yes, uh, we often joke that New Japan Pro Wrestling has the biggest penis. But what we don't understand is while New Japan is flexing its big penis, there is a shadow over it. And that shadow is the even bigger penis of AEW. That's right. Uh, so, yes, uh, we're supposed to get, I don't know when it's going to happen. This might happen after the Continental Tournament or before. But we're supposed to be getting Gabriel Kidd versus Eddie Kingston for that strong title, right? Mm-hmm. Well, uh What's happening is Eddie Kingston's entered into this continental type that round robin AEW tournament, and he's made every single one of his matches a title match because he wants to create a triple crown. And I'm like, oh, it's only the strong title, so yeah, but it doesn't still, make any I sense. I feel bad though. for kid. Like, what's <laughs> if this was a single elimination tournament, that would make a lot more sense, right? You know, yeah. I'm defending my titles all the way through the tournament. If you do that in a round robin tournament, you have to win every single match. But that doesn't, you know, Eddie Kingston has said, oh, the person who wins the tournament will have all three titles. But that doesn't make any sense in a round robin tournament because you might beat Eddie Kingston in the first round and not win another match, but you'd have yeah. the titles. So, and you don't necessarily have to defend them, right? So, what he said didn't make any sense. And that, you know, is is kind of big news i mean i guess but i i was more talking about the other news luke you know the big sign oh yeah the uh i guess everyone seems to be really 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 excited for it uh, but, 
you know, that's fine. Uh, Will Ospreay's gone to All Elite Wrestling, which is no surprise. Hey, uh, a few weeks ago, it's, Oi, me fucking belt's broken, bruv. Make me a new belt, bruv, so I can make this into something, bruv, around the world, bruv. And this week, it's like, Bye, cunt. I'm over in AW now. Bye. Bruv. Man, I dropped a C-bomb. But yes. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, uh, make me a new title. New company. All I can say is, go Finley. 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 Well, the character of Will Ospreay has nothing to do, really, with these decisions as far as making new titles and stuff. Yeah. It's just a thing. But it does make him look like an idiot, you know, a little bit. Um, but at the same time, New Japan has also announced that AEW has signed Will Ospreay. And they said, you know, some kind of comment along the lines of, yeah, you know, we look forward to his adventures in AEW and in New Japan. So apparently it's not a this or that kind of situation. It's it's more of a like, you know, he's he's signed to AEW. He's also signed to New Japan. Eventually that that uh, contract will run out, but he will be able to work for both companies apparently. So, yeah, it'll probably be, be something like I'm in AEW all year. Oh, look, it's Forbidden Door. Oh, look, it's Dominion, that kind of thing. Yeah, probably. That's fine. I, I yeah. kind of prefer his big matches. You know, if I was going to watch just his big matches, that's fine with me. I would be okay with them leaving, you know, New Japan altogether. I'm okay with that. There's lots of awesome wrestlers in New Japan. When, one of, when someone leaves, that's a spot for one of these other young guys to step up. That's not Definitely. bad. It's a good thing. Yeah, I'm not upset either. I, I like his wrestling. Don't think I've uh, fully, fully, fully gotten behind him uh, since all of his uh, stuff. But, you know, at least I can enjoy and talk about his matches now. But, hey, I get to talk about him less. So I'm not upset about that. I'm sorry. That's how I feel. Yeah. We don't, we're worked up about that. A lot of people get worked up about stuff. And sometimes we do, but it's rare. Yeah, you get worked up. I don't know, man. I just don't. I, just, I don't have the passion, you know, for uh, wrestling that I once did. I don't think, unless it's like Tai Chi, because Tai Chi's the greatest <laughs> wrestler to ever live. So, uh, but uh, but Luke, you're in Melbourne for a certain occasion. It's not just you know work stuff. It's also play. What happened last night? Tell us all about it. It's legendary already. All right. So I've even said. Uh, you a link and you're thinking we even went investigating to so go what the fuck was this like this is the kind of concert i went you went to that if someone told you about the concert you'd be like wow really that was your experience oh wow that's a shame or holy shit that was awesome so your mileage may vary but i went to see the brian jonestown massacre uh did something i rarely do and uh we were nice and close to the front doors when the show opened you know, we got us a nice little spot, nice up near the front. Had bought a T-shirt. I'm holding it. I'm like, yeah, I'm good to go. This is going to be fucking gravy. The support act was really good. Charity and I was like, oh, we got to look these up on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember their name. doesn't matter. But that was good. <laughs> All that matters is we both liked them. So we'll between us, we'll remember to look up their name. Anyway, the band comes on. All right, music playing. Yeah, it's a Brian James sound. All right, cool. And then he starts being a dick to his drummer. Can we see? <clears throat> All right, he being the I might just refer to him as Anton. He's like the mastermind behind the Brian Jones sound massacre. So, like, he's the founder, the only original member, all this kind of stuff. So, Anton just rags on his drummer. And I, I need to go to the men's room anyway. So I was like, Charity, I don't really want to be up front while he's addicted to people. Let's just go hang out and just enjoy the vibe up the back. So, but then it, it doesn't get any better. The, the, the gig, he starts crapping on his other bandmates. Then he starts crapping on this crowd. And the crowd's just like, wait, what? Boo. <laughs> then he starts crapping on Melbourne. And we're like, fucking Boo. And, and all the time he's doing this, I'm thinking to myself, play a song, fuck that. Just like, put a song on. And I, it was really hard to get into this concert at, in any way, shape, or form when, in terms of the music because you, I just knew as soon as one of his songs was finished playing, it would be another five minutes of besmirchment and just fucking going on rambles and all this. 
Yeah, besmirchments <laughs> now a word. And all these rambles, and it's just a fucking train wreck. And it's like it's really hard to get into the gig. So Char Charity and I, we're not we're not up close as we were, but we got a pretty good, good view. And lots of people are walking past us, and not all of them are coming back. <laughs> back into the fucking crowd. So they're getting booed, and people are fucking leaving. Uh, I'm a stubborn prick, and I was like, oh, I paid my dollary dues. I want to see this train wreck to the, to the end. <laughs> and and then and then it happens like right near the end. So they're supposed to go from like nine till eleven playtime. Mind you, it feels like they've only played half their set because like he just keeps talking in between gigs and just rambling and shit. And then one of the band members is just like, please, man, just don't, just stop doing this. Not tonight, man. I was like, come on, man. Because it's a sold out show, by the way. Like this venue was sold, sold out the forum in Melbourne. And the, the guitarist just had enough. And suddenly he, he's chasing Anton around the stage. <laughs> and just, they just start fighting on the stage. So security rushes to the ring, a oh, ring. I'm used to wrestling. It's yeah. Security rushes to the stage and calls for the freaking curtain. The curtain <laughs> drops. Oh my god! And the show's fucking over. That's it. Just Go like home. That. <laughs> oh my gosh! I I, I I equate it to being like the room of of concerts because, like the room, it was spectacularly bad, but like that movie, I, it was an experience that I'll never forget. And yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it. Like if, if, if anyone's seen that old movie dig, which is about them and the dandy Warhols, hmm. uh, it makes Brian Jason out to be like a very volatile band. And you think like, all right, it's been over 20 years since that movie came out. Right. So, and they're still playing gigs and people still going to them. So there's not a lot of reports of this stuff going on. It should be fine. Hey, Come, come, come with me to see one of my favorite bands, Charity. You'll like them. Yeah, she liked them, all right, but not in the way that. I would. <laughs> now, Luke, you went to the restroom. So, did it need to be updated? Was the toilet <laughs> bad? I mean, you know, how was parking? Was it near the train station? I mean, we need to know these things. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't think I really missed a song when I went to the men's room. Uh, mostly because he was rambling on the stage, but uh, the the toilet was very clean, but also very somber. Where we're we're all just like, this is really happening, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and I was uncomfortable. Like as soon as I saw him just start being a fucking douche, like I'm right up there. Like I can see him doing that. I'm like, I'm I don't need to be right up there for that. Let's just. Let's just go he was back hammered here. too. That's the other thing you haven't mentioned is the guy's clearly hammered out of his mind, and oh. he, he's like blacked out drunk up there. I've seen footage, um, you know, and wow, that's that's pretty cool that you got to experience that. It also sucks, you know, one of your favorite bands in that state. Um, one time I went and saw Metallica, and uh, they were, you know, I had never seen them before. It was in 1999. I'm like, fucking Metallica, let's go. They play one. It's awesome. And, like, halfway through the show, they, they get the acoustic guitars out. And I'm like, hmm, what are we doing here? And they do an acoustic set while just drunkenly kind of laughing and goofing off. And the whole crowd that had been there to see Metallica booed them until they quit playing acoustic shit and started playing Kill Em All again, you know? Um, yeah. It's so funny to see a crowd turn on the people you paid to go see, but usually it's well-deserved, you know? You don't bring out the... You bring it out for one song, then you piss it off and you bring the electrics back. Like, a novelty. You don't... Yeah. Oh, you paid to see us do our heavy thrash stuff. Oh, well... well strap in we want to do unplugged yeah and if you're going to do that it's got to lead in like what you know i know there's songs that have that nothing else matters but that still has heavy ass drums and heavy bass you know it's like anyway well i'm sorry that you uh experienced that but i'm also glad you experienced that that's pretty pretty that's something else man that was legendary i actually i kind of agree uh you know, it, I would have preferred an absolute amazing concert, but instead, 
I have a story I can tell people for years. Uh, oh man, you like the Brian Jones sound? Oh, I went to the gigs. It's just like Dig, that documentary. They're fucking fighting, <laughs> rambling on stage, sabotaging themselves. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. I've never yep. seen a band member try to fight another band member. I've never <laughs> seen it either. <laughs> you hear about that shit, right? You know what happens because you've, you've, you've we've all heard like a million, we've seen a million rock documentaries on YouTube or whatever, you know. It says, oh, they got in the fights and stuff. You never see that. I, I fucking saw it. <laughs> Dude, I didn't even tell you one of the things I missed. Like the normal tambourine player, Joel, he wasn't there because his 17-year-old cat was dying. So he hired, I would have, Charity and I looked at each other. And we were like, we would have done the same for Ashley. Yeah, for sure. Like, mm -hmm. fuck this concert. We're going, we have to look after the cat. And, he, and Anton's like ragging on Joel. Oh, he's going back. Oh, he ran away because he's ancient cat sick and which made me charity me and charity look at each other and be like fuck you man <laughs> he's got cat heat that's not yeah, good man. major cat heat <laughs> <laughs> you know master Watto never has major cat heat. he's only got you know love from the gatos that's for sure <laughs> well luke are you ready to talk about new japan road oh, please yeah, I, I mean, everyone who fought here was supposed to fight, I think. So, uh, but uh, this this uh, actual, not con this concert, I was going to say this concert, no, this show took place at Yamagata Big Wing. Another wing. We got Big Hat. We got Wing Hat. We got Big Wing. We got Big Palette. I love all these venues. But it turns out that not everybody that goes there loves it. Some people have strange feelings about it. Is that right? That is right. In fact, I have uh, such a review of the Yamagata Big Wing right here. Excuse me. And it goes like this. <clears throat> we often hold events like car sales, but I would like to see more sales of motorcycles and motorcycle supplies, test rides, etc. I think it's spacious and good for walking dogs. There's also a toilet. Three stars. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... That one's great because it's like so far so good, just normal shit. And then there's also a toilet. It's like saying, "Yep, that was a concert I went to." That's his review at the end. Yep, there, there's a toilet there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll make sure people know that. That's very important to know where toilets are located. But uh, Luke, I also have a review from Google of the Yamagata Big Wing. It goes a little something like this. Huh. When I heard that the pet mobile mobile sales store Bronick Namari was going to be held there, I contacted the person in charge and was shocked to hear that they were cursing me. <laughs> the response was as rumored. I just wanted to ask, but it's terrible. One star. <laughs> what? Wow, he didn't even get to the venue. He just rang him on the blower. Yeah. And they, he cussed him out, and then the response, his response was rumored. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you've heard about this thing that happened to me. <laughs> Do you know about this? Have you heard about this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, yes, we are at the Yamagata Big Wing, and uh, we start off with, hey, it's a... Uh, it's, half of the six man things for tonight hey it's Honma it's it's uh Ren Narita and Reese Kitaguchi they're like hey we're having a match against the dream team tonight but it's not a title match what <laughs> and and everyone's in the crowds it's like yeah because you'll lose but no that's not what happens uh Tanahashi comes out and he's like yeah all right we'll make it a title match no problem <laughs> And Han was like, ah, ah. "That's right. That's what he said." And I think Taguchi said, uh, <laughs> "Just, I just assume like sometimes he talks out of his ass as well." Then, like, yeah, like uh, Ace Ventura. Or something. Ace Ventura. Yeah. Do you, excuse me. Do you have a breath mint? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! And then we start off. As soon as I see who's coming out for this match, I'm like, oh, I know the finish straight away. It is Bolton Oleg, Yudo Nakashima, and Asuka Lueb versus... 
Ha ha ha, Makabe, Toji Makabe, Hiroyoshi Tenzan, and the obvious winner of this match as soon as he comes out, Mr. Goddamn Bread, Satoshi Kojima. Yeah. As soon as I saw Bread, I was just like, yep, just which young line is it going to be? So uh, I do like seeing Oleg just grabbing Kojima in a gut wrench, though, and he's like, here and there. That was awesome. Mr. Bread. He loves to bump around, man. He's really good He's, at it. He responded to that on Twitter. Um, he quote tweeted a video of that and said uh, that he is not a device for working out. No, he's not there to help uh, Bolton Oleg improve his abs. <laughs> not that they really need improving, but uh, yeah. Makabe gets whooped on by Oscar Loeb, which is awesome. And this is what I noticed because I'm just like, wait, what? Marty Asami's refing this match? Shirking the curtain. Damn. Wow, that's that's weird. Anyway, uh, we get to see Bread and he doing chops on Oscar. We get to see uh, Oleg doing a huge belly-to-belly on Togi Makabe. That's which is something I like to see. But come on. It's uh, Baggot of Death, Lariat, by Kojima. Because, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. He pins Nakashima. He does. The young, the young Lions looked awesome in that match, man. They looked fantastic. I was like, wow. I don't know. Looked really cool. It's also nice because, like, Oscar, uh, uh, excuse me, um, Bolton Oleg, he kind of is bigger than Makabe. And when he hit that huge suplex, uh, belly belly suplex, it looked like it looked like Makabe was much smaller than he normally looks. So just put it that way. <laughs> he got some air in that suplex, too. It was pretty nice. Yeah. And then so, we get uh, uh, Oscar staring down Makabe at the end. And I was like, yeah, I want to see you kick this guy's ass. I mean, he's not gonna, but, you know. <laughs> Next, Luke, we have a tremendous tag match. Holy shit, this match is awesome. It's Toriyano uh, tagging with Master Watto versus Gato and Ishimori. This is tremendous. So important part of this match is we have young ref Sakamoto presiding here. And um, briefly, Ishimori and uh, Wado, they wrestle straight up. But Ishimori don't want to do that because Master Wado has Ishimori's fucking card. He's got it. Like, Every time. It's awesome. It's like one of the cool th- like little mini storylines in New Japan is that Wado can beat Ishimori. <laughs> He's got his number. So... So Yano has a lot of problems getting off the turnbuckle covers in this match, which kind of makes everything that happens more fun. Um, so, but the, it's all about the finish here. Okay, the finish is so awesome. So, Gato, he hits the ref with the turnbuckle pad, right? So Sakamoto is gonna like kick Gato. He's like, oh, "I'm gonna kick you for what you've done to me," right? And so Gato pulls the 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 um turnbuckle pat in front so now the ref kicks the sponsor and and yano and gato's reaction are like what how you, do, you can't do that the <laughs> so sakamoto gets down on his knees and does the dogazi uh you know bow and he's not looking of course because he's you know respecting you know he's, he's apologizing to this corner pat <laughs> and so gato tries a low blow but Yano catches him, and then tur- and then he pretends to get hit by the low blow, right? And Sakamoto sees that, so DQ fucking you know Gato and Ishimori lose, and um, of course Bullet Club they beat up the turnbuckle pad after the match. But I love that finish; that was great. I love that finish too because he just expected ah uh, refs not looking, low blow by Yano, it roll up, it's over. Instead. <laughs> Instead, he, instead, they went in that direction. Oh, oh he got me in the nuts. Ring the bell. <laughs> Sakamoto oh. was more than happy to ring up, you know, Gato and, and DQ oh, yeah. him. Because he, he's like, fuck you, dude. You just tricked me into disrespecting the, the sponsors. <laughs> Man, I'm glad I get to cover this match because there's a spot in this match that I managed to rewind and show charity to say, like, do you see this too? Was I Am I just, like, making it up because... I like to rag on these wrestlers. And she's like, nah, I see it. And it's hilarious. But uh, the first, the uh, wrestlers I won't be ragging on, it's uh, Callum, well, maybe a little bit, Nerman, there we go, uh, Great Okan and Mr. Hanare versus Yo and the Fisherman 
That's uh, Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi. All right. I'm in tears and it distracts me the entire match. Uh, and I even rewound it and watched it a couple more times because it was just so funny. There is a spot where Great Khan. It's early in the match. Great Khan's on the mat. He's on the mat. And Goto is supposed to hip toss Yoshihashi right onto him. He does that. But it's not a tag team match. It's a six-man match because Yo is right behind them already. It's not Yo's fault at all. Already in position to be hip-tossed onto Great Khan. Goto forgets, and Yo just falls right on top of Great Khan. <laughs> that was great. And I see it happen, and I'm not sober at the time, so it's even better. And I'm just fucking – I'm laughing my ass off. It's hilarious. Charity's like, what's so funny? Check this out. She sees it and, sh and she's like, explain it to me again. I'm like, all right, this is what the spot is. And watch now watch Goto. And then and then watch Yo just fall flat onto Great Okan. And then like, yeah. Because I, I uh, see, I pay my, too much attention to some of these things sometimes. Anyway, the rest of the match happens and uh, it's fine. It's pretty good. I didn't hate it. Uh, <laughs> But that one's distracted me the whole time. So yes, there's a Shoto on a Newman at the at the end there. So poor Newman, he gets Shoto. He's either getting Shoto or direct driven. So it's like pick or butterfly like like pick one. Yeah. Oh man, that's not good. The, what do you think of uh, Great Khan's wild man look? You know, he's he's gotten the braid cut off. You know, so he's got no more of the dye in his hair, and it's just wild man. What do you think? Greater Khan now looks like the, the like the guy like he his tw Tweety persona and his in ring persona have collided. I don't know what he's like to hang out with, but you see he's Tweety. I'm riding a giant car. I'm doing all sorts of weird shit. I'm a wild man. Look at all the chicks I've got with me. They're like that kind of yeah. stuff, right? Like is, anyone in the Empire, if you if you can hear this, is he the best wingman ever when it comes to like going maybe, out and stuff maybe not maybe no. he's he doesn't save any for anybody else you know no they're all I the subjects know. peasants yeah by the way what's gonna happen with the united empire now that will osprey's oh. gone oh no who could possibly lead them geez I, I wonder if it's the one guy in that group that will probably never leave new japan <laughs> instead but they'd have to heat him up first but this is new japan if they had to heat up uh greater Khan, i could do it no mm -hmm. problem well next look we have shota umino minor suzuki tiger mask uh and yuji nagata versus hiromu bushi yoda suji and shingo is that right or is that new guy with them I no it's shingo it is shingo that's weird okay so this is interesting because uh you know with world tag league we actually get proper um preview tag matches so that threw me off a little bit so uh suzuki and nagata they fight over who's gonna start and it's great there's all kinds of heat on tiger mask of course you know he has to get his heat and uh he needs to talk to naito about adding some velcro to his wrestling shoes to his wrestling <laughs> shoes. That's but uh suzuki runs wild on suji and hiromu sneaks up behind him but suzuki has to be hit several times before even noticing that Hiromu's there. That was really fun. So uh, there's a big forearm fight between Suji and Suzuki. It's fun. Shona hits Bushi with the blast hidden super uh, blast blade for the win. Why is he still doing that? Yeah, why is he doing that? The, the thing's over. Guess it's uh, his move now, you know? Well, even though he lost. He's, he's, the other guy's over in AW. So yeah, but the, other like... guy, the other guy won. <laughs> you know he's got to lose that match now, right? He's got to lose on his back. Like that's how it works. But 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 uh you know, New Japan is the uh small ship at the start of a new hope and uh AEW is like the big penis this that's death star that's being like, nah, Osprey will win. I like the beginning of uh Spaceballs where it's a little ship and then it's like the longest ship, it's like seven minutes of ship going by. <laughs> it's so funny, man. Because it's, you know, it's Dark Helmet ship. And, uh, That's right. Yeah. Oh, Charity hasn't seen that movie, so it's, oh. it'll be... I think she'll appreciate it more now because now she's actually seen the original trilogy. So uh, Yeah, I don't know. It may not be something that if I saw it for the first time now, I don't know if I'd laugh as much as I grow. I mean, like... Yeah, that's true, I, right? I, as a little kid... 
you know, you'd walk up to your, you know, your family members say, hey, what's the matter, Colonel Sanders? Chicken, you know, like that kind of stuff. And uh, I, I, my whole life I've known about that movie, so I can't imagine it would hold up or young people would appreciate it. Fucking damn kids and their damn helmets that aren't dark. That's, yeah. They, 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 the kids, they, they suck. Especially those kids I saw on stage at the Brian Jones Massacre last night. <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right. Did you you finish that match, didn't you? Oh yeah, Beyblade. You did. You you sure sure did. All right. Next we've got just four guys. It's because Taichi's in the main event. Versus House of Torture. Oh yeah, they're also kind of in the main event. So we got all the four guys that aren't in the main event. We've got uh Doki uh and other people, you Ramura <laughs> and Sonata and House of Torture, like, all right, so it's cool seeing Kanemaru in a paradise lock. I know if he was in Suzuki Goon and fighting LIJ, it's possible that he's been in it before, but I feel like this is the first time he's been put in one since he betrayed just five guys, that son of a bitch. (laughs) There's a spot where Doki's like, you know what, I'm going to try and suplex evil. Okay, do it then. Uh, Unfortunately, he does not. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, you know, oh, yeah, and Takamichinoku, of course, is in this match. So, you know, you know who's going to lose because evil, evil and his cohorts, they need to win this match. So all looks lost for the main event. That's how House of Torture works. And I'm fine with it. Kanemaru, he does outwit and pin uh, Taka, uh, Takamichinoku as well right near the end there. So good stuff. This means like the feud's kind of ended now, isn't it? Uh, I mean, I mean for I now, guess it, yeah. Why can't we get like Doki versus Katamaru at the dome or something? Maybe like, we g- g- give me some Doki yeah. at the dome. That'll probably dome be the main event, you know, I would think. Um, but uh, I was busy during this match inserting pictures of Doki into class- classic rock album covers. And uh, I think the House of the Holy One was the best one. But people like moving pictures, too. So, you know, it was pretty fun. I like your Abbey Road one as well. Oh, Especially yeah. since I oh, thought yeah. you'd make Doki, like, one of the guys walking there. Instead, you just put him on top of the Volkswagen that's uh, on the cover. He's standing behind the 28-if Volkswagen, <laughs> the famous Volkswagen. You know, Paul would be 28-if. He was still alive, you know. That's what that that's, means. But Doki, <laughs> Doki was the ninja who killed Paul McCartney back in the day. But uh, anyway, Luke, we have the main event. It is. Oh, this is not the main event. This is the other, the co-main event. It is Ray Narita, <laughs> Taguchi, and Hanma versus the Dream Team for the Stank Belts. And they, the, the fucking, like, the non-Dream Team team, they come out to Hanma's actual music. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I kind of like his fake music better, you know? (laughs) 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 Okada immediately gets booed for not respecting the rope break versus Hanma. The crowd is all about, they know exactly what to do. And the the fucking Dream Team are complete dicks in this match. Ishii's Ishii, so, like, that's just, like, a complete dick. Well, right there, Ishii, but... he challenges Ren to a never battle, and Ishii easily wins that battle. <laughs> yes, he does. And the Dream Team just beat the shit out of Ren Arena. So Taguchi breaks up a pin with his ass, and the ace sells it like he's been struck by lightning. And <laughs> it's tremendous. So... <laughs> I love that. So uh, Taguchi gets in, and he handles Ishii with his ass at first, but the Dream Team work together to put an end to the ass shenanigans. We get an ankle lock battle between Ishii and Taguchi. That's so fun, man. But the Dream Team are massive dicks, especially the Taguchi. Um, Okada taunts the crowd many times when they tear, cheer for Taguchi. He's like, no, you shouldn't be cheering for him. You know, uh, Hanma in versus the Rainmaker to wrap up the match. I, I, so I think the Dream Team hit their three-way move on Hanma, but he kicks out. Oh, my God. Hanma's going to win. He gets a Kokeshi on Okada. The crowd oh, loses oh my their God. mind. Everyone Ren, lost their minds. <laughs> Ren and Rita and the ace tag in, and they build us some really huge moments for the challengers. It's fun. Hanma hits a second row Kokeshi, and Ren hits a bunch of bridging suplex. But Tanahashi is way too smart and sneaky. He hits a little sneaky roll-up for the win on Ren. Or Hanma, somebody he pins. It was Ren. And, uh, 
Was it Ren? Yeah, yeah, Ren it was every match he's in. Um, but uh, Boo, really fun match. But poor Hanma, you know. Not only poor Hanma, I'm like, really, Taguchi's right there. Why did it? I know it's feeding into this story of how these new kind of uh, back by excursion young lines, like a well, especially Shooter and Ren, they're the ones with the hard ons to beat Tanahashi and Okada, especially Okada, and. And these guys are just being a dick to them and stuff. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I understand that. And it just kind of furthers that story. Fine. That's fine. I'm sick of seeing them lose. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense for Ren to constantly lose. Like, how many? Yeah. King of fucking lose style. Like, come on. Hey. Hey, Big L. That's, That's definitely not my name. All right. So here we go. That's uh, Big LG, man. Luke Gallows. No, one of the laziest fucking wrestlers I can think of. (laughs) Man, Luke coming in hot. Fuck those guys. They fucked with my never belt. They can get fucked. What did you think of Kanemaru out in his cool-ass ref shirt? Oh, my God. Perfectly pressed. I mean, is it not true? Isn't Tai Chi? Not only is he the king of pro wrestling. Well, he he will be the king of pro wrestling. (laughs) He's the king of great gimmick matches in New Japan. Like the he past really year, is. Elian, past year and a half, he has had tremendous gimmick matches. You know, so same. So, and gimmick. some of these haven't been just like funny, fun gimmicks. Like some of them have been like just the thirty-pin battle with Shingo, just just fucking crazy. Like yeah, he and Shingo have made that belt really fun. And some of the people they feuded against, like El Fantasmo and uh, Hanare and each other, Taichi and Shingo. So, like, it, it's just, yeah, I love this title. Well, I like the matches it comes out with. But uh, this one is a, uh, well, Taichi can't use any of his, like, awesome moves. Not even the dangerous backdrop. Oh. And mind you, Show's not allowed to use some of his moves, which ended up being, like, fucking triple double moonsaults and yeah. all this crazy he, shit show doesn't do he's not allowed to use his signature move the shooting star press that's right so. but uh and uh yoshinobi katamaru is the ref so all right i know what they're gonna do straight away and i love it it's it's just my shit uh show goes for a pin one two ah. taichi has to kick out really fast uh, Kaichi crowd. gets the pin. The crowd's like, oh, get out of here. The crowd oh, loves the it. The crowd's so into this so bad. <laughs> like, so, so good. Like, and then Taichi gets the pin. One, two. Oh, I've got to check the shoulders here. All right. <laughs> oh, he kicked out. Oh, oh, no. Taichi's out on the outside, outside the ring and shows just in, in the ring. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, all the way up to, like, as close to 20 as you can get. And then shows out there. One. He'll be like, oh, these look a little loose. Let me look at these. It's great. You know, and uh, and if Taichi gets thrown out of the ring towards where the other House of Torture guys are, suddenly suddenly uh, Katamari is distracted by something on the other mm-hmm. side. Or he just goes to the corner. He's like, "Oh, I think I'll just have a sip of whiskey now. Fine, it's it's all good." <laughs> yeah, he's drinking whiskey, and, <laughs> and it's great too. So, like, Taichi comes out in purple because he's going to be the king again, and that's the royal color. But also, we have their respective teams out in support, much like they've been in Absolutely. the like you know the lumberjack match and all that stuff. So, yeah, so you've got all that kind of shit happening, and. Uh... <laughs> Was there was there also a spot where Show's got Tai Chi in a submission and like Katamaru's kind of pushing the ropes out a bit? Yeah. <laughs> it's, he, it's... he looks away. Show gets uh, tapped out by the the stretch plum, and Katamaru just pretends not to see it. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> and a match like this only works because well, Tai Chi has to fucking win and be the king of pro wrestling, right? He can't. And he is... can't attack Katamaru. Because he'll be DQ'd, yeah. right? Yeah. Kanemaru can't be DQ'd, so he can do whatever he wants. It's great. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, I'm, I, I'm just in hysterics this whole time. Not only that, Show really milks everything. He milks everything for all he can. So does Katamaru, but 
Katamara is usually like a really stone faced kind of cold looking motherfucker. Where shows like a cartoon. He is. He is a cartoon. He's character. got the mouth guard adds to it, so it looks like he's got a black smile and these dark eyes. So he looks fucking well <laughs> evil. And I just I know he could go never style when he wants, but I just I love seeing all this difference. Ah oh, man. And fun. seeing him wrestle Tai Chi, you don't see juniors and, and heavies wrestle that often. I, I remember going like, oh, a junior has this title now. Imagine you could have, because the juniors don't have much to fight over. The tag gold and this, they don't even get never title shots. I was like, oh, maybe we can do like high fly and steps or for something. And I'm just like, who am I kidding? Tai Chi has to be the king of pro wrestling 2023. Get out of here. So, all right. We're... <laughs> Oh my God. So, uh, take me through the finish here, Mr. Guy. Sure. Yeah. It, it could have been more complicated, you know, yeah. it could have had more steps to it, but I really liked it. You know, um, we get a lot of shit happens here. So it, it was kind of complicated, but we have, we have powder from Dick Togo that goes and shows eyes. So then he hits Kanemaru with a spanner on accident. Right. And then house torture attack while, you know, no one's watching. And Tai Chi eats a pimp king. I'm looking for Chumpy. Where's Chumpy? He's not there, right? So magic killer on Tai Chi. Evil tries to be the ref, but Tai Chi kicks out of all the pins, even the fake ones. <laughs> so finally, just five guys get in the ring, and they even the odds. Doki hits a huge dive. Yeah. And then Sho can't hide anymore. He has to fight Tai Chi on his own, and that does not go well for him. Tai Chi beats the fuck out of him. It's awesome. <laughs> Red Shoes shows up. He slides in. Huge double clutch last ride powerbomb from Tai Chi on the show. He gets the win, gets his belt back, and, you know, he's the king once again. He's a king and an emperor. Two titles for the man named Tai Chi. That's right. Hence all the purple. Uh, except for Yuya Uramura, who doesn't get the memo about the purple. <laughs> Purple's not hot. I'm a heat man. Blast. What's his thing? I mean, heat storm? Flame. Yeah, heat storm. P purple flame. That's a thing, right? You know? I thought it was a purple haze. Purple but... haze. That's a great song. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> so, so that was that was the show that we really, 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 really wanted to talk about of the shows that have aired. Yeah. Uh, because uh, we like uh, seeing Homer get a t title match, and uh, you and I... Like our just five guys and our house of torture shenanigans. So I don't know. That was fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, yep. So we have World Tag League to talk about, and there were yeah. two nights of World Tag League. So um, I think we both agree that night uh, both nights were Kirk and Hall. They had English yeah. commentary on night one. It was Alex Zane, and man. You know, he dresses so crazy. He's got that wild mustache. He loves Taco Bell. He's going to be crazy on commentary, right? I think I described him to you as a tortilla with nothing on it. Yeah. He's like, yeah, Chris, uh, I sure am over here saying the words. Tacos are definitely spicy, and I have to poop Terrible. a lot. That's so. That was so, bad, but you know. How about, it wasn't how about we do it this way, Mister Guy? Uh, since uh, we do well, tag league loosey goosey. I don't have too many notes for this night, and you don't have too many nights for the next night. So how about I do night one, you do night two? I mean, that's fine. I have a couple things to say about night no. one, but I mean, there's not much. That's fine. I, I, I have no intentions of going through the results. What did you like from night one of World Tag League? Oh well. Easily my favorite thing of on night one is uh, Rio Haiwa and Kato Kiyomiya versus the fucking War Dogs. That's great. Uh, Gabriel Kidd and Alex Cup. Uh, the Android. Uh, that that match is gnarly. Like Iwa even eats a gnarly like lariat German suplex to the floor. Uh, it they it reminds you that hey Gabe Kidd. He didn't like Kiyomiya in the G1. He still doesn't like him. So he just <laughs> fucking goes for him. Like, I don't even give a shit about this match. I just want to fuck you up, Noah guy. Fuck you. And it is absolutely amazing just to see these two guys just beat each other up. And then, like, <laughs> Alex and Rio Haiwa uh, will uh, interject and uh, all that. But it's mostly the, those two men 
Gabe Kidd and a fucking Kiyomiya just absolute wailing on each other. Uh, yeah, I love Gabriel Kidd. It's, have I said that on the show before? He's amazing. Remember when we, he was our secret shifty heel because he had this yeah, crappy yeah. socks on, and then we'd see he sees like little beady eyes peering up during matches <laughs> and stuff. And and he's not a secret heel no more. He's a super yeah. mega heel. I love it. Love it. He, this match was fun because like you know, first of all, we get our first look at the new Rio Iwa. He's got a gimmick much like the first time we saw um, Shota Umino. Like we had, there was like a, maybe it was a rec pro thing or something like that where we saw him show up and he just had pants and like hair dye. Same thing with Rihu Iwe. He doesn't necessarily have a gimmick, but he looks different, you know? So that's interesting. Also um, on this night, well, about this match first, um, we had uh, this match is very violent and it's so funny because Gabe Kidd's like smacking the shit out of uh, Kato Kimi and he's like, oh, you want to do violent wrestling? Well, I'm from Noah. Where like even <laughs> yeah. the like shittiest baby faces are extremely violent. So guess what? It, it's like it doesn't even phase it. You know what I mean? I love nah. that. I thought that was so much fun. Uh, what did you think of the new young lion getting killed by Oscar Lube? Look, it just really heartens me because I see Oscar Lube powering up, doing awesome big man stuff as far as he can as a young lion. And I'm just like, I just want to see him just like fucking wail on someone. He deserves it. I want to see him not only wail on someone, but get the fucking big W and hook it up to my veins. Uh, that was amazing. Oscar Loeb destroys this new guy. Destroys him. <laughs> it, it must have been like, I can. did he at the start of the match just say, if he dies, he dies? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's how they treated him. That's how he still gets treated by the roster guys. That's the way it's supposed to be, right? Damn straight. I like that. Um, so the other thing that was cool on this night was that we had the um, two youths versus Great Okan and Hanare, and that oh, match yeah. was good. Uh, but one of the things I want to mention is that Great Okan did hit, like, his burning hammer airplane spin thing, which we have not seen in a long time. And I was like, oh, fucking busting it out. That was cool. Just never know. His arsenal is so deep that I feel like every second or third match of his will say, we haven't seen that match that move in a while. And it's a completely different move to the last one. We like. What if he could combine the airplane spin with the, the shoe submission, the boot submission somehow? Ooh. He's like, spin them around, and then they land with their face right on his boot, and Chuppy's right there. God, give up! No. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Oh my god, it's the really smart, clever things like that that are in our fantasy dream books. Oh, oh yeah, god. fantasy uh, dream book but material dude, for sure. You don't like you can even have him yeah, that but that's a perfect spot. That has to happen. Okay. Ha so. It's it so obvious. They'll get to it, you know. So yeah. Uh what a uh, look I thought Yano, Ishii, Evil, and Yujiro would it be a bit more wasn't Weird. very silly, yeah. But uh, I noticed that the commentators are saying things like, Oh, Marty. Oh, Marty. Yeah, quit fucking with Marty. Fuck with Marty. That's our job. We yeah. love the chumpy. Get out of here. Dealing our shit. What about you? Night two of this. Uh... So night two, we have Hinari on commentary, which is much better um, oh, than, than Sauce yeah. Guy. Um, so Taichi's in a match and he's an awesome. So he wrestles. We got a few new people in, in the roster now. Um, one of the guys is the dude who looks kind of, he's like a gigantic pirate and he is tagging with Suji. Maybe you'll tell me his name cause I don't know what it is, but him. And he's, he seems like he's very good at wrestling. Um, Zendikan Jr. So he wanted to shake Taichi's hand on the first night and Taichi was like, well, no, I'm not doing that. And Taichi like told a whole long professional wrestling story with a beginning, middle and end in three seconds, just by looking at this guy. And it was amazing. But <laughs> now he has to wrestle because that was one thing, you know, these shows, one cool thing about these shows is it does have proper preview tags. So you're seeing a tag match. It's got guys that are going to be facing each other. The next, can I interject here? Like, please, why, why the, of the holy motherfucker? 
do I get to watch this best of the Super Juniors? No preview tags. Cool. The G1, almost preview tag free. Super Junior Tag League, same. But the tournament I care the less, least about has full tag previews. Bitch, are you for real? I mean, you don't have to watch them. So, because yeah, sure. um, I, you know, we, I, you know, if you're not, if you're wondering why we are not giving this, you know, respect, it's because it's fucking World Tag League. It's the end of the year. We covered every second of every match for the whole year. So, I, I, I'm this gonna is watch, actually a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, I'll have this on the TV, but we're not doing, you know, we're not going to be taking you through every match. We'll tell you important shit that happens. We're going to miss most of it. So anyway, so Taichi had this story already where this guy wants to shake his hand. Well, in the match, he tries to do it again and they're on night two. And Taichi's like, nah, man. And so eventually these two build up to quite a, a whole thing because he forces Taichi to shake his hand at one point by using wrestling, which Taichi is disgusted by and wipes his hand on one of the, on the ref. And I was disgusted for him. I wiped my hand on my pants just because I felt just, you know, sympathetic yeah, I'm doing that now too, ickiness, like... you know. Um, but here's what happens. is later in the match, Taichi's got these marks on his chest from some chops that happen. And so this guy starts chopping Taichi, and Taichi's chest explodes and starts bleeding all over the place. And Taichi looks so fucking awesome, and it's so goddamn never. I, was, I love that. That was awesome. Um, the other thing that I have on this night that I found was interesting is is a Yoshihashi thing, similar to what you were talking about earlier. So uh, this is so funny. So ELP, first oh of all, my God. ELP is like you know starting his own ELP chant and stuff, or you know, or starting a Yoshihashi chant. Excuse me to to fuck with Yoshihashi. The crowd's going along with it. When Yoshihashi gets in, he starts an ELP chant, and it's like. Okay, ELP has so much charisma that Yoshihashi has to do something when he's around. So it forces Yoshihashi to, to try to be entertaining. But the part that I thought was so funny, and if you get a chance, go back and watch this. So ELP does his, like, you know, lion salt sequence, right, where he hits the ropes and does a lion salt a few times. Usually he does that seamlessly without stopping. When it's Yoshihashi's doing it too, he goes towards the ropes, he pauses, he looks behind him to make sure Yoshihashi's in place, and then he hits the ropes. <laughs> that made me laugh so hard. <laughs> oh, hey, I feel like we've talked about this a lot, that El Fantasma is a student of the game. He's highly motivated in what he's doing. He loves it, and he obviously pays attention to what other wrestlers are doing, or in Yoshihashi's case, not doing. Not doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my it. god! That is absolutely fantastic, and it is. I feel like this is a big relief. Like, well, tag league, that we don't have to. We can just chill out and yeah. have a good old chin wag. But yeah, those were shows that that uh, that we perused with our eyes. I mean there's also huge news, Luke, that got announced on night two, and that is the competitors of Fantastica Mania. What? I don't care. So Fantastica Mania is coming, and it's going to have the guys mm. from CMLL in it. it sure Fantastic. Is. There's a bunch of them. Volador will be there. Mystico will be back. You know who else is going to be there? I want to hit you here. Hey. All right, I've got the whole list. Should I do it in the voice of the hey. fantastic comedian lady? <laughs> no, hate your guy Hechicero will be there, so that's good. Yes, you know, but other guys. Oh, and Mascara Dorada's making his Japanese debut, and other guys. All right, so we got Mystico Volador Junior, Titan, Atlantis Junior, Soprano Junior, of course, Dark Panther. Okay, Stigma. I wonder if uh, Stigma has a lot of, uh, well. He gets stigma. shit about everything. Yeah. <laughs> so. If this, show, if this whole, if, if Fantastic Mania is shit, everyone's going to blame Stigma straight away. We've got Ultimo Guerrero, even though he should probably take the blame. Because, uh, man. Uh, Hitsuhiro, yay. Rocky Romero, okay. Templario, Stuka Jr., Okamura. 
and making their Japanese debuts, Mascara Dorada, Pigasso, Brilliante Jr., Magnus. Wait, Magnus Carlson? <laughs> uh, He's bringing the, the anal bees. <laughs> this February. Have you seen how February is spelled at the bottom of this? F E W B R U A R Y? Sure is. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks goofy. I, you know, I don't care about Fantastic Mania. It, we will cover that similar to World Tag League. Those are kind of the two like chill out parts of the year. So it's ironic right. and fitting at the same time the Fantastic Mania would be announced during a World Tag League. <laughs> <laughs> Man, all I give a shit. Like I, I already know most of my Fantastic Mania notes are like. I like Hitchihiro Hitch or Hitchisiro. I like this guy. The end. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's do it. I'm running out of my backlog here, but it is a wrestler diary. Oh boy, wrestler diary time. <laughs> Who is it today, Luke? It is Tamawaki Honma. And uh... no, everyone, I am not gonna read it in Honma voice because I don't want to have a coughing fit halfway through reading this. Now we just to premise this by saying that Hanmas are always in character, usually, you know? Yeah. And usually they make you feel bad for them. So I'm interested to hear, you know, like end the show on a sad note with a diary from the Kokashi. That's right. All right. So it's episode 237. I went off to do promotional work. And here's a photo of Hanma in his Honmania shirt eating a cherry. <laughs> October 22nd. 2023. Hello, everyone. Kokeshi here. At last, the Junior Tag League is upon us. I'll be taking part in the Kusakabe show myself. Aww. Before this tour started, Wato and I went to Azi Wakamatsu to do some promotional work. It's been four years since I've been there. Also, Wato wore the same shirt as me. What, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I understand that we are inevitably going to be focusing on running shows in big cities, but I want to bring New Japan Pro Wrestling to the whole of Japan. If you see us coming in to your hometown, don't you feel the need to go and watch? Man, what a worker. Yeah. I think there's a lot of hidden demand, and that's why I want us to have shows all over the place. In particular, I want us to tour Hokkaido. There was a, it was tour, but there was a Hawaii in there. Sorry, I'm an asshole like them. Between and it's not a Honma thing. It's probably like the translator just fucked it of up. Of course, it's Chris Charlton. So I'm blaming him. As far as I'm aware, he does all the diaries. I, I don't know it to, for a fact, but I know it to be true. And I don't want anyone to confirm with me. I just want that in my head canon. Between my various dates doing promotional work, I'm back in training. I have to make sure to check their schedule off before I head off. This place is closed on Sunday. Um, this place is closed on the second Monday of the month. Today is the third Monday. Okay, I'm pumped up. Let's go. I'm glad this you got the right is, Monday, Hunter. Kokeshi's inner dialogue here. You know, he's like, oh, I got to go to the gym. This place is closed this day. Oh, today's not that day. Great. Let's fucking go. That's right. He's a sad, he's a photo of Wato and Hanma looking sad outside the gym because assuming, <laughs> assuming it's shut. <laughs> I'm pumped up. Let's go. It's not open. Ah. Why? I checked, and it turns out that if the second Monday of the month is a public holiday, they close on the third Monday of the month in lieu. <laughs> the second Monday was Sports Day, a national holiday. Sports Day? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit. So Yeah. A national holiday. Damn. Watu said he made the same mistake. We two grown adults were made to look like fools. Yeah. They hid that part right at the bottom of their policy. So sneaky. Like, what is it about the second Monday? This sounds like some kind of rando bureaucratic day. Oh, yeah, all right. This is like something out of Brazil, the movie Brazil, for sure. Yeah, right. I could, man, good call. <laughs> I couldn't resist the urge to work out, so I went to Anytime Fitness instead, even though it's far away. I woke up early the next morning and got my revenge. Aw, here's a photo of Wato and Honma now at the gym, and they're smiling. Oh, they're really happy. Revenge on no one. <laughs> Who That's... did they get revenge on? The holiday? Yeah. The public they holiday? Went... <laughs> they just went back to when it was open. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
I also want to talk about uh, Soichiro Kokeshi dolls. I'm just going to call them Kokeshi dolls, if that's all right, Miss everyone listening to this, so you don't have to hear me say that other word that I really butchered badly. Kokeshi is one of the three most famous types of Kokeshi. The Suchio Kokeshi is one of the three most famous types of Kokeshi dolls in Japan. The others are Naruko Kokeshi dolls, Tagata Kokeshi dolls, oh, and Tomoaki Hanma Kikeshi dolls. <laughs> oh, wait. There are four types of famous Kikeshi dolls. Well done, Hanma. There's a photo of him. Uh, well, he's always working, man. He's got his Hanmania shirt on, and uh, he's posing next to one of these dolls. The Super Junior Tag League teams to watch are as follows. El Desperado and Master Wato. That's it. There's only one team to watch as far as I'm concerned. Desperado <laughs> and Wato are the best of the best. They're strong. Then again, just because two strong men team up doesn't make them a strong team. No, uh, you don't want to be a strong team. You won't be invited oh, to World Tag League. That's right. <laughs> man, I still feel bad for a West Coast Wrecking that Crew, man. I like those dudes. That was very funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's not always the case. That's the difficult thing about tag teams. I think before this tour started, something changed in Wato. He never used to be the sort of guy to get all fired up. He won the best super. Never mind. He wouldn't. He wouldn't sh should in his matches. He just went about his business. I think that. I think that seven match series woke something up in him. He's got a dimension to him. He's got more energy. I mean. There was recently a Desperado meet and greet at Tower Records, and he crashed it, showing off a T-shirt he made out of a selfie he took. Wow. It's a big deal. But Desperado is stubborn, self-absorbed, for better or worse. It might be tough to get on with Desperado, but if you do, you'll win. That's for sure. They were like water and oil before, but this time I think they're going to mix. Wado is not much of a talker. You might almost say he may as well be mute, but perhaps there's something... <laughs> That's something that can sharpen under Despe's tutelage. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know whether I want to see that. Anyway, I'm looking forward to to following this team. The Super Junior Tag League has just started. Please come and watch. Kukeshi is happy. Everyone is happy. Aww. Yeah, it's true. Here and are the teams like, you need to watch. You look up Done. there. You hey, there he is. I'm right being top. happy Kukeshi. But yes, it's interesting how he told the story. Of one, like, what a good brother. You know, he's the opposite of Makabe, isn't he, Hanma? You know, he's he all is. about put, putting his buddies over and being like, you know what? I got this time here. Let's talk about, you know, uh, uh, Master Huato. Give him a little a little shine, you know, in my in my wrestler diary. Can't hate it, you know? Does the Makabe even have these? I don't care. Me neither. It'd be about burgers Dude, and how awesome me he is. He, like, Mikabe's the worst. He he sucks. In me, yeah, no. I've felt about this for a long time. Just in case listeners haven't, well, if you haven't heard that before, now you know, listeners. But maybe you haven't seen me rag on Mikabe before. You can do that. <laughs> Mikabe fucking sucks, and I like making fun of him. Yeah, and he looks like a very thick-skinned in individual anyway, so I don't think he kind of knows who I am or gives a fuck about what I... Oh, yeah, that's true. That's not true at all. I bet you he's very thin-skinned, but he will never, like, take it upon himself to somehow get translated this podcast into a way that he could understand it into Japanese, or if he even speaks English, he wouldn't bother to listen because we're not talking good about him. Yeah, that's if true. We were talking good about him. He'd know about it. He'd be like, "How do I get on?" You know. Yeah. Can I dress up like an ancient warrior? That'd be cool. You know. Are there burgers? You know. He'd want to know all those things. I don't want him on the. I nah. Mm -mm. No. Remember that time we pretended that you quit the show because Sonata won the G one or something <laughs> like that, or, or, or Ibushi won the G one. You were so mad. And the Never Makabe podcast and, and Makabe took your place. That was great. So. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mr. Andy, you got any burgers? 
Yes, I like that. That sounded like Ian doing Maccabe right there. Hey, huh. I look at him, Want some mayonnaise? You, you know who I'm actually doing? I'm doing an impression of Jason Statham. So oh. that's what I was actually doing an impression. Of that's Jason. right. Who you saw in the uh, recent banger, Exfordables. <laughs> that fucking movie was a piece of shit. Piece of shit. You know, uh, so are you, I'm going, uh, Thanksgiving's coming up for us, and I'm going to go see a shitty movie with my buddy John. We're going to go see Hunger Games. I'm excited to, to go see a shitty movie with John. That's always a good time, and I've heard that movie is really shitty, so it's going to be a blast. I like bad movies, and it's fun to watch bad, especially when there's other people around to uh, share in the pain or the laughs. Man, I hope it's spectacularly shitty just for you guys. Me too. I I, he, I said that I'm going to bring a bow and arrow, and John says he's going to bring a loaf of bread because apparently that's like what Peter, Pita, threw at Katniss in one of the movies. And I was like, that's deep lore. John knows the deep lore of Hunger Games. Dude, I've read those books. I have a sister that's like a decade younger than I am. Yeah. And sometimes you read the stuff that she does. Sure. Uh, book one, fine. Book two, all right. I, I was, did not expect to actually think one of these was really good. Book three, complete trash. Oh, they shit the bed. Yeah. Shit the bed, Fred. That's right. So I've only watched one of those movies, and it was the second one, because I like I want to see how they adapt the good one, and then I was done. I like the movies just because they're fun, but I don't remember anything about them. The girl was on fire. Her dress was on fire. I remember Whoa. that. Yeah, that's that's amazing. That's a fire burn dress. Just burn yep. it. <laughs> all right. All right. So, unless uh, Mr. Guy has uh, anything that he would like to add. Her dress was like burning. It was on fire. <laughs> Since you shot the bow and arrow. <laughs> uh, in Satoshi Kojima, we trust. <laughs>